0: Studios. For those who arrived late, um, I will repeat um, where our restrooms are. So the, it's the door over there that is on your left. Um, you, can also have, uh, you can also have some water. Aye. So show of hands. Who is new here, Komebal? Oh, okay. Oh great, so most of you know of us. Well, I see familiar faces. Some I even know them by name. All right, um, here Momebala, for those who don't know, we are an NGO that looks at professional and personal development of youth. Um, we exist under five pillars, which are, the first one is youth entrepreneurship, under that pillar we have um a future makers program which is designed to help youth via different courses, like the the ongoing one, the Aspiring Entrepreneurs Program. Um show of hands our students who just enrolled. All right, also so Baba basically I <laughs> and then the other pillar is creative creative skills development. Under this pillar, we have what we call murals of hope project. As you have seen around our center, there are colorful artwork on the buildings. If you have seen, these are artworks that spread um, messages via paintings, via sculptures, and so on. The third pillar is what we call the mental health advocacy. We we offer free counseling to youth. We have our department, it's next to the boss um, building. So when you're done, you can just take a look around and then um, connect the dots of what I'm saying. And then the other pillar we have is what we call human rights and community development. Under this pillar, we have what we call safe spaces. So these are sessions where youth come together and they discuss social issues that affect them. One of them could be, one of them being gender-based violence. So as as the name says itself, it's a safe space, so no judgment. You are free to express yourself in a safe space. Um, last but not least, we have environmental sustainability. With this one, I'll keep making examples so that you connect the dots on what I'm saying. We in our in our center, we use um, we use structures that we are reusing structures, we don't throw them away. So as as you came through the gate, there's a structure that we've made out of a workspace, let me say, that is made out of tires. I'm sure you guys saw it as you came through, right? Another one is what we call Mebalago Solar. Our boss boss building that side gets its power from the solar, from, from the sun. So we use solar energy, basically. So... Before going through, before proceeding, oh, let me say, proceeding, proceeding with today, I would like to call on um, our aspiring entrepreneurs program facilitator Otata to tell you a little bit more about the program. Round of applause.
1: Hello. Okay. Is this on Although I don't think I need it. <laughs> are you guys excited to be here today? Yes. Okay. Um so some of you are here for the aspiring um entrepreneurs program. Some of you are going to hear about it for the first time. Uh this is a program we empower and upskill youth who have business ideas and are trying to get them into becoming viable businesses, right? So we take you through different modules, such as, um, first of all, self-awareness, you understanding how to prioritize your time and how to make sure that you cater for your idea and your passion and making sure that you are working towards actually making an effort in the idea that you have, right? So that it doesn't end as an idea, but there's actually some business activity that you're going to end up doing. We help you to be able to package your business into a viable business idea uh, for you to also understand the inner workings of your business and how it's going to operate. The process that your business is going to have to undergo or follow in order for you to have an actual tangible product or to have a service that you can offer to your prospective clients, right? We're also going to help you Um, understand your client segments Uh, who are you going to be offering your product or service to, how you're going to do that, your pricing strategies, how to network and position yourself in the business environment, also just your brand awareness, understanding what your business is about and how you're going to communicate that with your prospective clients and your other stakeholders, people that may have an interest in how your business performs, either in your immediate society, family and friends or also your community and also the country, right? Um And not to mention, of course, um, your pitching skills, right? If you're going to be a business person, you need to know how to present your business. You need to know how to communicate what you do, why you do it, and how you are offering it within a space of, I don't know, three minutes, five minutes, You know, give or take, right? The different kind of pitches. So this is what our program is about. And for some of us who are already enrolled in Cohort 4, which is where we currently are, training will start on Tuesday. Um, And this is next week. And it's going to be Tuesdays and Thursdays for the next eight weeks. So if you had any plans prior to hearing this, you're going to have to (coughs) make a plan rearrange some schedules again so that every Tuesdays and Thursdays from 2 to 4, you know that you are here at the Mabala Youth Center and we're getting deep into our business ideas and making sure that we're going to have business ideas that are viable, that make sense and that we can communicate to our prospective clients. Yes? Okay. Um, So... At the end of the session, at the end of the master class, um, please stay behind if you're an aspiring entrepreneurs uh, trainee. And there's going to be some stuff for us from us to you in preparation for the first class that is on Tuesday from 2 to 4 here. In this very same hall. So I urge you, please don't be late. Right? If you're going to be late, I'm going to make sure you're the first person to present your business without any training. So right? Okay. Looking forward to seeing you guys. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Otata. Um now we are about to really start the masterclass now. Um I would like to call our director here at Mebala, Yelena. She will introduce
2: our guest speaker. Oh Hello, hello, Dumelang. Hi, I would like to, so my name is Jelena, uh, I'm the director of Mebala, and um, uh, I really hope that you will take this opportunity seriously, uh, the opportunity to learn from our guests today, and the opportunity to learn from aspiring entrepreneurs program. We are here to support you. Your success is our success. Just remember that your success is our success so we are all here, the facilitators, me as a director, to make sure that all the talents that you have, all the ideas that we can develop, them, and and we want to follow you after the program, we want to know that you're doing good. I would like just to ask who is is here an aspiring entrepreneur uh, who has signed up for the program? Can you raise your hand? Okay, and there are also some guests who came specially for our uh, guest. Today. Uh, so I will not keep you any more long. My colleagues said, presented everything so well, and this is just the beginning. Follow us on our f- social media pages, platforms, uh, from Facebook to Twitter, Instagram. It's Mebala Youth Studios, Mebala Entrepreneurs. Please follow us. That's how we communicate. Um, but today, we were, we, we were lucky that she actually she came to us. And she came to us from far away, from Georgia, America, and, the, uh, and she is traveling through Africa. Uh, it will be a one year long trip and she's doing it in a very sp- special way. She herself has an amazing career. We can learn a, r- a lot from her. It's re- and, and she knows how to tell stories. So she's also enormously interesting as a person. Uh, I, will, uh, I won't talk about her because she can do it so much better. Venida, please, the floor is yours. Thank
3: you so much. Awesome. So glad to be here. Thank you so much. Hello. Good afternoon. Hey, listen, if you haven't signed up for that entrepreneur class, I know I would be first in line. But not five-minute elevator pitch. You need to be able to tell somebody who you are, what you do, and the value you create in one minute. Imagine getting on the elevator, and you see somebody, and you oh, is that? I should. You need to be ready. One minute, not five minutes, Okay. All right. I'm going to introduce myself, and then after I do that, I would uh, solicit. In, in, this is going to be interactive. You have, will participate. Everybody's going to get something out of this. But I want to hear from you in terms of what, after you hear my introduction, what would you like me to cover? Because it could be a lot. So, first up, as Elena said, my name is Venita Hudley, and the V is kind of worn off, because this is a year-long journey that I've been on. Benita discovers Africa 365. I am 67 years young. I'm retired. I retired in December of last year after 43 years of computer sales. I worked for uh, 30 years for a company by the name of IBM. Have anybody heard of IBM? international business machines i worked for them for 30 years and then i retired from them in 2008 and then for five years i was trying to figure out what i did next and then i started working for a software company and i did that for nine years and then i after 2020 about the pandemic hit and as that was happening I decided after reading nine books, I got sick of listening to Netflix. How many watch Netflix during the pandemic? I got sick of listening to Netflix. So I read nine books during that time. And one of them was about coming to Africa. And truly, the Holy Spirit said, Venita, that's what I want you to do. I want you to go to Africa, go for a year and volunteer one week in every country that you go to. So it was like, what? But I did, I retired, and I, I left uh, restricted stock. Anybody know what restricted stock is? That's when a company says, we value you so much that you can have ownership in our company. And I left a lot of money on the table to follow my dream. So I did that. And so in March 2020, I started researching. For two years, I researched all about Africa. I had somebody from Nigeria put my map together, and this is the map of the 12 countries that I have gone. This is my ninth country, and I have four more to go. So I researched for two years about uh, Africa. And I also researched about the volunteer locations I wanted to spend my time in. My focus was innovation, of course, with my background. But I didn't just want to volunteer in NGOs. I volunteered in universities. In Uganda, I, I volunteered at a film school. I volunteered in businesses. In Kenya, I volunteered at a business that takes plastic waste and makes bricks. So I volunteered in all those things and I but I researched beforehand what I wanted to do and then December 2023 2020 December 2022 I created Vanita discovers Africa 365 and that's my brand and so I created my logo I created my website I created my social media. I have about 7,000 followers. I hope you will be one of them. I'll put my uh, Instagram page up, Facebook page up. And so from that experience, my focus was three things. I wanted to create opportunities for the uh, creative, innovative businesses that I came in contact with in, in Africa because when in us um, black people kind of are afraid to come to africa and you know why that is anybody know why come on why I think they think that's not- <clears throat> but what i think we as africans okay that may be true okay there's probably media and and truly it's it's the media that is saying it's corrupt people are poor they don't um they're hungry it's negative nothing positive if you when i researched when i looked up it said do not travel to africa by yourself do not go to these places it was just everything that totally different from what my experience. I, this is my ninth country and I have not had one problem in all the countries and I'm traveling by myself, which is amazing to me because I've never done that, okay? So the media has a lot to do with it, all right? And then, um, so my gifts inherently are giving, and exhortation i i live in an a a space of lifting people up bringing light to situations and also where i have an opportunity to give back and so my volunteering is all about giving back i've been blessed in that regard so that that's what that's what my focus is so i've always volunteered even when i was my son i have a 29 year old son who lives in australia And I always volunteered, even when he was in elementary school. I I created um, an after-school program so that all the kids in the school could learn a different language. So volunteering is important. So given that background, what would you like to talk about today? How about you? What would you like to talk about today? What? what I want to
4: talk about today is not in line with what you just said.
3: Say so. whatever you'd like to talk about. This is your time. What would you like to hear from me today?
4: I want you to talk about like, business information systems.
3: You want to talk about what?
4: Business information systems.
3: Business information. In what regard? What do you need to hear about um, business information how systems?
4: How to seamlessly integrate them when you're new to them.
3: So how do I integrate business systems when you're new to them? Yes. Okay. Do you, have you been to school or educated I on haven't, that? I haven't, I haven't
4: been to school on them. Okay. I'm educating myself on them.
3: Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's the first step. You have to Your first. I'm not, I am not talking about that, but if you want to, if, so your desire is to be what? What, uh, what career do you want to have?
4: That different career is like business analyst probably.
3: So you want to be a business? You have to. Be I have
4: it out, clearly. Okay. It's one so that's step
3: one. Be clear on what it is you want to accomplish and what are you good at? Are you good at math?
4: Um. Yeah. Partially.
3: Partially. Yes. Okay. Analyst is totally about data. Yes. So if you're not good at math and data, I'm gonna I'm gonna like
4: sorting and organizing data.
3: Organizing data. So analy- analyzing data, yes. okay, so th- have you read any books about it?
4: I've been talking to chatbots about it. H-
3: okay, so first, you might want to look at some books first to see if that's really what you want to do. Okay. You have to understand what it is before you can say, oh, yes, that's me, or no, that's not me, right?
4: So what you're saying is I have to sort of make my goal more clear
3: No, you have to be clear on what it is you want to do. And in order to do that, you have to know what that is. So if it's analyzing data, read something that tells you what that encompasses, what skill sets you need, what a person who analyzes data does on a daily basis, and then ask yourself if that's what I want to do. If the answer is no, move to something else. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to write that one down.
4: Um I was I think
1: with the question, maybe if you can give a description of what your business is so that when you're asking with regards to a
5: system or implementing a system we can understand a little bit more context about okay. what you have in mind.
4: To elaborate it's like for example I'm trying to be in the food service industry. Okay, right? for example in a restaurant. For example you'd have different uh, parts of a restaurant like you'd have the point of sale system mm-hmm. you have the kitchen system you'd have the customer uh, and integrating all those yeah so i'm trying to like integrate all those and find proper tools for that but it's like it's very difficult to do that so i'm tr- I'm, I'm stuck between trying to do that and because i can't i can't use a system which is um, comprehensive i mean like a uh, what is it called or it's expensive yeah, I understand. Yeah, I
3: so what I would say is, you would if I if for each one of those systems, there's some features and capabilities they offer and connection um, capabilities. They'll yes. list here are the things we connect to. Yes. So you would see which ones are in common. That would yes. tell you right away. Oh, this one would connect because those are attributes from each one. Yes. You, have you done that?
4: I'm on the process of doing that.
3: Okay. So to integrate, they all have to have um, uh, support HDMI or support a specific language yeah, or yeah. whatever those things are. You would make sure you have commonalities, okay. and th- but s- select the big the, s- the system for food service or for menu or for taking um, um, orders that that you want the best of breed, right? And then see if which ones connect to those. Okay, that's. That's a really simple way to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I think that's all. That's that okay. helpful.
3: All right, how about, how about you? What would you like to hear today? I'd like to hear about the,
5: how to uh, pitch in one minute.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm not going to do that, how to pitch in one minute. But we can talk about that elevator pitch. Okay, all right. How about you back here in the back? Um,
4: I'm not sure as to what the question was, I just so you, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so you're here, mm-hmm. who, what
3: did you expect to get from this session today?
4: Uh, on, the, on the flyer, I saw a post about sales, mm-hmm. and my question would be around how do you get people adapting and using the actual technology that you're providing? So it's about changing the mindset of consumers to for them to realize the value of the product that you're trying to give them. Okay. So how sales. to create
3: value. Okay. Sales within, uh, you know, OK. So how to create value. Is that, is that a, OK. So people would buy your product. OK. Anybody else go ahead.
6: Um, hi. Yes, my question uh, would be okay, I would like you to probably. Okay, you are from America, right? And then you have seen us in Botswana. What do you think probably can be changed? Because you find that there are very, we are a lot of young people who are aspiring to do um, certain things with our lives, pro- probably for a. Uh, better future but then you find that we don't have much uh, resources we we don't have that much of support what do you think that probably we can adopt from the american culture to to here that can help us
3: okay so what i heard is how do i how do i leverage what i have in my hand and it's not about us it's about how can i leverage what i have in my hand okay that's what I heard. Is that accurate? Okay, who's next?
0: There's a hand
7: here.
3: Go ahead. So, uh,
7: now what I want to learn more is how to close business. So how to, how to close how
3: to close somebody how, to,
7: how close. to close your sales. That is I have contacted business through SMSs, emails and so forth. Okay. How to but close. I haven't managed Got it. you know to get them on board.
3: Got it how to close with a customer. Anyone else? Go ahead. Go ahead in the blue.
8: Hello. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask, um, since I heard you mention something, it sounds like you're a lady of the cloth. Yeah. So I want to understand. Um, you're a believer. Okay, yes. you're a believer, yes. Uh, I'm not a minister. <laughs> how do you deal with the ethical dilemmas when it comes to sales? Because sometimes in sales you have to no, manipulate not. or convince somebody to buy something right or okay. oh, Real- that's the idea of it okay. right? to
3: be authentic in who you are yes while doing sales compromising.
8: yes okay. and then okay. I have another one okay. as well yeah you we can write that one down uh, the second one would be uh, through your whole travel in Africa and all that you've seen how do you think us as the youth of Africa can get back our voice You having traveled throughout Africa so far. How do you think us as the youth of Africa can get back our voice? How do you get back your voice? Yeah, like how do we get hurt? Because we're not getting hurt at all in Africa as, as youth anyways. Uh, I mean, this is an example of your voice right here. This is free organization. i mean kidding, I'm mm-hmm. right? Okay, okay. Um, uh, my question is How do we generate sales in a, a service based business and then how do you scale uh, a service based business? So give me an example. Say, in a video production company, for example. Video production company. Yes, how do we, if I'm a startup in a video production company, how do I begin generating sales within that field and then how? Do I generate, how do I grow, grow yes.
7: Okay. My name is Bule. Uh, before I ask my question because it's related to my business. I'm offering uh, tenderpreneur services where I prepare tenders for other companies and also for my company. So wait, 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 You're offering services? Tenderpreneur. Like uh, tendering for jobs in the government uh, or in the private companies. Okay, 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 this is how it is done. When the government is looking for a company maybe to do maintenance, they give out an invitation to tender for that job. Oh, right, right, right. Mm. Got it. Or bidding. Uh Uh, So my question is how do we use the internet Because I've realized that... Oh, how
3: do you apply for those jobs?
7: Yes. So my question is because I've realized that other companies from overseas and uh, other countries, they can come and do those jobs in our country. So my question is how can we use the internet to also, as Botswana, to access jobs outside our countries and also overseas? Okay. So how do you
3: outsource your services?
7: Yes, how, how how can we be able to access those jobs outside our country?
3: So how over... do you get access to jobs outside of your country and outsource your services?
7: Yes. And All right, o- do
3: you have a website?
7: That is, I'm, I'm getting to that question. And also, uh, how do we, how do you uh, uh, set up, uh, like, uh, use internet in an economical way, like, in a, in a because we don't have much money, so in an easy way. Uh, since you are an expert in 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 those kind of technology things, how mm. do you
3: set up a website?
7: Yes, in a cheap way, but okay. also effective. And 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 how can you help us, uh, people who wants to do that? Okay, uh, yourself. So Wix.com.
3: Uh. You ever heard of Wix? W-i-x. Mm. Wix.com. I created my own website. You can sell on it. You can send. You can. Create a, demand, a, a domain. I have a domain. Venita discovers Africa, 365.com, wix.com. You can create. It's very easy. They have templates. You can look at the templates, pick something that looks like you, services, nail place, um, maintenance. First, you have to have a website. That's number one. Number two, you need to have a business license which you can get here. Number three, you have to have, uh, what were you saying? Oh, I thought you did something. So that's for, those are the things, and you have to have Wi-Fi so that you can look for jobs, right? But then they're gonna also wanna know your success, right? You're not, to apply for a, a bid for something in another country, even in this country, you're gonna have to have some results. So start somewhere, start within your country and, and get, get references, get, get reviews, get testimonials of people saying you do good work, right? Then once you build up a client base, then you can apply for things like that. But you can't just apply for a, um, an open voucher without some credibility and you build credibility where you are. But start with the website. It's free. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can do it. I did it. And it's not because I have computer skills. It's very easy to do. You can take the template they already have and you just change your, and put your name on it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's very easy.
7: I'll I'll let you help. Huh? (laughs) I'll let you to help me.
3: Oh, I'm getting ready to go to the next country. So (laughs) I I get, but you can do it. Okay. You can do it. Anything, anybody else? Go ahead. Yes? Yes. Hello there.
9: Okay. Um, hi, Vanita. Hello, Chippo. Um, how are you? Good. So um, I wanted to find out about, okay, someone actually mentioned about closing deals, right? Closing deals. Fine. Now you've closed a deal. Maybe um, for some of us, it's your first deal. As an aspiring entrepreneur, you've closed your first deal. Um, And now it's time to sign the documents or sell the product or give them the product, etc. So what I wanted to find out more about is like your implementation or execution. um, The plan of that. Like say, for example, you're in the services industry. Um, One is like... You know, how do we go about the implementation process if there's like a couple of stages that you need to go through before there's a deliverable? And then um, the other thing is, okay, how do I leverage as well that? So I've made my first deal, um, you know, I've got my first client, maybe it's a big client, et cetera, et cetera. Um, how do I use that now to leverage off of getting more sales? Um, okay. uh, and is there a plan that I need to have in place prior to having initiated the first sale, or et cetera? Those are the so, t- I,
3: I, Good question, and I think the, when you you before you start something like that, you need to have a 90-day plan. A 90-day plan for a lot of things, but definitely for deployment. You need a 90, what are you going to do in the first 90 days that creates value for that client? Now, the first month, the second month, the third month, and that be also is a way for you to win the business, to close the deal. Because typically when you go in and sell something, you have a product, you're just talking about your product. What would, what would add value to why I would pick you, Chipo, versus somebody else is because you'd say, let me just tell you what my 90-day plan, here's what you can count on me to do for you in the first 90 days. That sets you apart right away from your competition. But you need to be, in order to get those things, you have to listen and ask questions of the buyer in terms of how they're going to use it, what they see themselves doing with whatever services you're offering. You need to have them tell you, help me visualize how you expect the customer experience to be. How is that going to look? question after question so that you actually get them to tell you what that 90-day plan looks like. You follow me? That make sense? Okay. So these are good. And you know what's interesting? When you are selling, it's really not about a product. It's not about a service. It's about a mindset. And so there, what I have found just in my even just in this experience of traveling Africa, that you should always prepare for what's next, even when you don't know what's coming. And so I believe I, I've listed on this other sheet eight things that help you prepare for what's next, even when you don't know what's coming, that will improve your ability to be successful in all of these areas. To be able to do an elevator pitch, to know how to create value, to be able to leverage what you have in your hand. We'll talk how to close sales, how to be authentic without compromising your beliefs, how to grow your business. So I'm gonna take you through eight things that I think will help you in doing anything, sales, traveling, um, finishing your degree, that are essential, mindset matter changes that you have to embody so that you can do whatever it is you want to do. Make sense? Okay, so let's look at those, and then we'll come back, and then I'll ask you if these have been answered. And if they haven't, we'll go deeper, okay? All right. And keep me honest, I don't want to keep you here for my presentation no more than 60 to 90 minutes. At the end, uh, I'd like to hear from you what you got out of it. And if you would, I'd like to take a group picture at the end. So hang tough in the end, OK? So first up, prepare, how to prepare for what's next, even when you, when you don't know what's next. The first thing is invest in yourself. We talked about. Reading books. Okay, So what are some ways that you can invest in yourself, depending on what it is you want to do now? Help me. Uh, Yes. Read books. Anyone else? Yeah. What? Podcasts. Yes. Look Look at free stuff, documentaries, other people doing it. Go ahead. Research. That's what I did. Two years of it. Go ahead. Huh? Working out? Working out? In the, oh, yeah, you're exercising. Yes, yes. How about mentors? How many of you have a mentor? Excellent. Who's, what is your mentor? Um, what does she do, though? That is a, and is it in line with what you want to be? Yes. Okay. Um, she has an organization called Girls for Girls Program. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Yes. And so someone else raised
5: their hand. Yes. My mentor, he's a foreigner. Okay. He's an Indian. His name is Mr. Siva Shankar. Uh-huh. He owns the company called New Technology Group, which has about 15 years in Botswana. And he has raised a lot of entrepreneurs here in Botswana.
3: Okay. And is that in line with what it is you want to do? Yes, it's in line with what okay. I want Okay. So a mentor is somebody that you, one, look up to, number two, that is doing something you want to do. Somebody that you aspire to be. And so it's hard to kind of just first, hey, can you be my mentor? They may like, I don't have time for that. But what I would tell you is if when you are in the opportunity, or if you're some, you find somebody who, you got to research that person. Go after that person, just like you go after a job. Go after that person. And you need to know everything about that person that you can find out about. And when you're in, maybe on the elevator, or in a meeting, or see them walking, good afternoon, Michael, Smith, I am so pl- excited to meet you. Let me tell you something. I have researched you. I know about that. S- I am so proud of what you've accomplished. My name is Vanita Hudley, and I aspire to be like you. I would love for you to be my mentor. I would work for you for free. I would be- love to be- learn from you. Would you, be- would you entertain that? So you're do- you-, you don't go after a mentor asking to be paid. You go after offering something that you have, free services, whatever you're good at, but get a mentor in your field of interest. Make sense? That's how you invest in yourself because when you invest in yourself, then they begin to invest in you. So that's, it, books are good. Podcasts are good. Documentaries are good. Circle of friends. Who are you surrounding yourself with? that really are where you want to be. Think about that. Time is money. Okay? Go ahead. Um, is it advisable to have more than one mentor? Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely advisable to have one. So when you have a mentor, though, you've got to realize you have to commit a dedicated time to meet with them. So they don't have a lot of time. So maybe it's meet with them once a month for one hour. So if you have two, yes, it would be great. You, you're not going to, and when you have a mentor, be prepared. Don't go into a meeting with them and sit there and ha- come with an agenda. Today, first, I have three things I'd like to accomplish today. You control the environment. Three things I'd like to accomplish today. One, I want to share some of the results I have from our last conversation. Number two, here are some desires I have. I'd like to get some suggestions from you on how to go about it. Three, here is a job I'd like. I'd like you to review my resume and tell me what I need to improve. Have an agenda, always. Be prepared, be prepared, be prepared. Make sense? OK. All right, so that's first. Invest in yourself. Build your brand. This is my brand. Right now, I am traveling Africa for a year. Benita discovers Africa 365. If you look at my Instagram, every day I have the same T-shirt on in a different color. I have a backpack with the same thing. Every day, my theme is, look what I learned today. So my Instagram is educating Americans and whoever else is looking on oh my goodness, look what I learned today about Africa. Positive influences. Your brand speaks to who you are. Are you late when you come to a meeting? That's speaking to your brand. Do you uh, sit in the front of the room when you come to a a class? That speaks to your brand. Um, Do you ask questions when you're in an audience? That speaks to your brand. Everything you do is related to your brand. When people encounter me, they, she's pretty friendly. She's vulnerable. She tells all her business. She, you know, so you have to think about everything you do represents your brand. Are you trustworthy? Do you keep your word? Are you on time, as I said? Um, when people are in your work environment, are, do you, are you the one who volunteers to do stuff? Or do they have to call on you? Um, Are you the one that they say, she's a good example of what we do, or he's a good example of what we do here? That is your, do you realize that everything you do speaks to who you are? And if you are not taking advantage of that, because number one, When you are in an environment and your brand is positive, you always have something good to say about somebody, you're always volunteering for something, guess what happens? What happens when that happens? Anybody? What? People want to work with you. People want to work with you. And even the managers want to, hey, I got a special assignment. Wow, a job offer just came. I thought of you. Your brand speaks volumes. So you want to grow your business? What are you doing right now that speaks to who you are? Everywhere I go, it's all about discovering Africa and educating people on the positive things, Okay, So build your brand. Next, protect your brand. Your brand is like your social security number. Do y'all have social security numbers here? Okay, your brand is like you don't want everybody to see that, but you want people to know. You know, I that Benita, she I could talk to her about anything. You don't want to be the one gossiping about people. You don't want to be the one. There's good brands and there's not good brands. So when you're building your brand and protecting your brand, your reputation speaks for itself. You want to leave a lasting impression. When you even leave, the, like when I was observing people walking in, I saw people all going to the back of the room. The only, this whole row was available, and it was finally it was the only place people could sit. So there, there we have these people that came in kind of after the fact. But everyone searched for a seat in the back. That speaks to your brand too um your family and friends are your best ambassadors they can vouch for you your friends say good things about you are you the one who always does the best so protect your brand that is so important and and as i said there are good brands and bad brands if you're known for being late that speaks to your brand if you're the one who's always talking about somebody Trust me, that speaks to your brand. If you're the one that uh, is not dependable, you're asked to do something and you don't do a good job, that also speaks to your brand. So think of all this matters when you're in business because when you're in business, this is your brand. And how are you treating your brand? Are you protecting it, your business? Are you protecting it like a social security number? That makes sense? Okay, figure out ways to improve yourself. We talked about some ways that you uh, improve yourself. So from my story, I was m- married for 20 years. And in 2012, I caught my husband cheating on me. And so, I, initially, I said, uh-oh, the word says fornication is a sin, I want out, I'm getting a divorce. And then my girlfriend said, Vanita, I'll, I, I, I'll, I'll support you any way you wanna go, but I was in church, and this message, I really would like you to listen to, but whatever you decide, I'll support you. And so the message was on unconditional love. How many know what that is, unconditional love? Know what that is? So I listened to the message and I was, I'm out the door. I'm out the door, but I listened to the message. And so I said, okay, I will forgive you this time, but if I have any inkling of a cheating situation again, I'm out. So I forgave him. So five years passed, everything's hunky-dory. And I was in his car and there's a receipt on the, seat for some Victoria's Secret underwear. You know what Victoria's Secret is? Victoria's Secret underwear, not my size. And I mean, I'm like, oh my goodness. So I immediately said, I want a divorce. But now he's like, you're not over my dead body. You're not getting a divorce. You have now retired. You're not working. Remember I said I retired the first job in 2008. So this is 2012. I wasn't working. So he's thinking, oh my goodness, I can, I can do whatever I want to do. But I said, listen, I don't care if I have to move and live in a one-room shack. I want out. So for two years, he hemmed and hawed. Eventually, he gave me a divorce. But I'm telling you, during that time, I figured out ways to improve myself. I, I did everything. I, I, I went on, did free classes. I, I, I learned about what it is I wanted my future to look like. I started investing in the little money I had because he took a lot of money when we got divorced. And I figured out ways to invest in myself. And so what that says is, what do you do when everything around you is crumbling? Do you crumble? Do you sit back and woe is me? Or do you fight every inch, every ounce of strength you have in you to be who you want to be? So I have come from challenge. I've, I've, I've been at the top. And I've been at the bottom. But what I can tell you is if you invest in yourself, you can do anything you set your mind to. But you got to have a plan. You can't just say, I want to be an, an analyst. You have to put a plan in place. You do your research. You understand what I'm saying? So nothing can stop you if, but yourself. Okay, if your business is not doing good, that doesn't you just a, oh my business is not doing good. Okay, so let me think about that. My what are some things that you can do in a situation where your business you have made not one sale. You've you've closed the deal, your your business but you have not made one sale. What would you do? Hands. Over here. Some adjusted Anybody, how about you, North Face?
4: I would find a way to, to just improve my marketing or reach out to many other people to.
3: What's to specific. To, so I would find a way to improve my marketing. What one thing would you do?
4: Um, digital marketing or just door to door sales.
3: Digital marketing or what?
4: Door-to-door sales if
3: Door-to-door sales, okay. Mm-hmm. You were going to say? Here, okay.
10: Um, I'd go back to the drawing board. And you what? I'd go back to the drawing board.
3: Go back to the drawing board,
10: okay. And start checking out my witnesses and where I went wrong about this. Year.
3: Okay, all right. You see, we'll go back to the drawing board.
10: Uh, for me, I'll check if at all what I'm doing is in line with my passion. Uh, say that again. I'll check if at all what I'm doing is in line with my passion. Uh, check or,
3: to see if what you're doing is.
10: In line with my passion and skill set.
3: And, and in line with your patient.
10: A uh, passion, passion.
3: Passion and your skill set. Yeah. Okay.
10: Um, okay. That's one. Then the second thing, if at all it is, I can try to find other products which I believe they will do better than the product okay. that I that's was selling. That's
3: a good one. So the first thing I would do is find out why. Why have I not made any sales? I would ask the customer. How about asking the customer that you went to to try to sell? You know, I've been in business for about six months, and I, you were one of my first uh, clients that I approached. Do you mind giving me some feedback? Get feedback. Feedback is what? A gift. Feedback is a gift. Ask the people you had tried to sell to, why didn't you want to buy? Tell me some things, help me improve my business. And number one, they would actually think very highly of you For doing that. But first, find out why you think you haven't. And then maybe get, like, create a little focus group. Ask some of your friends, ask some of your mentors, ask some of your uh, people from your spiritual environment to come in a group and ask them questions about your business. Have somebody create, you know, how many know what a focus group is? A focus group is, uh, anytime a uh, big business wants to come out with a new product, they create a focus group. And they have people ask, answer questions. And, and, and so you might, if you create some, somebody would be, maybe you would do the uh, facilitating, but you, if, if somebody came to you with a product that looks like boom, 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 or a service that has these features, What are some of the things you like the most? And they would write it down. What are some things you don't like about it? They would write it down. But you would get free feedback, free feedback, on why your business has not moved off the dime. That makes sense? So you have to figure out what it is that's stopping you from growing. It's not just. Nobody doesn't have any money. People think about how many pairs of shoes have you purchased and you don't have any money? How many outfits did you go buy when you really couldn't afford it? People buy what they want. So what is it you need to do? And then ask them, what if, if, the, if you didn't buy, what feature do that biz, does that business need to add that would make you buy it today? So get feedback. That's the best thing you could do to figure out ways to improve yourself. Whether it's a, a business, a relationship, um, you name it, okay? Now, the next thing is clean up your act. Ah, uh, So I told you I got divorced and then, so now, I got to go back to work. I had planned to just lay low and enjoy my retirement, but that was not the cards I was dealt. But I was clear what my next job needed to look like. I said I wanted to make more money than I've ever made before. I said I didn't want to fly every week or every month like I was doing. I wanted to work from home. How many want to work from home? Tell me about it. I wanted to work from home, and I wanted to be valued by that company. I wanted to be valued. So those are the things I declare. And I declared that every day, every day. And when I would apply for a job, if my stomach started hurting when I started applying, I stopped right away. Because your body tells you what you need. And I had already said what I wanted, So it knew that was, this is not, this is against everything you said you wanted. And my stomach would start hurting. So I stopped applying. But guess what? I got everything I wanted and some. So much so, I was sitting home one day, and I got an email. And the email in the subject line said, are you still available? And I thought it was a joke. And I didn't pay attention to it for a couple of days. And then I said, let me see what that is. And sure enough, it was this, the next company I started working for. And they asked me, was I still a i I had never heard of this software company. So I researched and I thought, oh, they're right in line with what I said I wanted. So I went on the interview. And went, to be prepared on an interview, you want to wow the people. You don't come into an interview just ready to ask answer questions. You come into an interview telling them what value you would bring and why they need to hire you. I got up during the interview, went to the whiteboard and did some things to show them, here's what you need to do here, here's what you need to do there, this is my experience. And halfway in the interview, they stopped asking me questions and they said, They turned it around. Let me tell you all the reasons you need to take this job. And there was somebody in the lobby waiting to be interviewed for the same job. So they actually started selling me on why I should take that job. So in an interview is your opportunity to do three things. Every job I've ever been on, this is what I tell. Create value. You asked about creating value. First thing you have to do, you give them example. Everything you say is an example of something you have done. So when, they, when I share, here's, the, here's some things that why I, I think they ask you, what are some of your strengths? Well, my biggest strength is I create value in three ways. I create value for the business I'm working for, so much so that the competition sees the things I'm doing and says, I want to hire her. That girl is good. Look at what she's doing for that company. I want her. Create value for your business you're working for. The second thing, create value for your team. You're on a team. There's other sellers in the business. You have to create so much value that other teams in the company say, I want to be on the neatest team. They are having fun. They work together. They talk, they are, they're making money. Create value for your team so that everybody wants to be on your team. The third thing is create value for yourself. So much stuff you do is like nothing. You stay late, you, you, you come up with ideas, you're always having it, input. So create value so this that Vanita, if she wasn't working for us, we'd hire her again. You understand what I'm saying? So when you go into an interview, when they ask you, what are your strengths? I create value. And let me tell you how I did it for XYZ Company. Or let me tell you how I did it when I was in school. Or let me tell you how I do it on a daily basis. Whatever you're, tell them how you create value. Answer the question. Give examples. Don't just give, answer a question without giving example. A storytelling is an art. And if you don't know how to create a story about your life, figure it out. That's how you elevate a pitch. When you want to do it, ele- I do an elevator pitch for one minute. Hi, I'm Vanita. I've been traveling the continent of Africa for a year. Can you believe it? One whole year. Well, I go to every co- 12 countries, one a month, and I volunteer one week in each country, and my goal is to create value for people I come in contact with, inspire other retirees to volunteer, and discover all the wonderful creative things going on in Africa. Is there something that you can help me with in that regard? I'd love to come to your business and see how innovative you're doing. You're you quick to the point, you see what I'm saying? It's not, uh, it's your passion should speak for you. Get excited about what you're doing. Get excited about yourself. Don't come, can, can I have a few minutes of your time? I, I, I have something I, I'd like to say. You, who's going to listen to that? Get ex- if there's a light bulb at the top of your head, turn it on. Feel like your light bulb is on. But be authentic. I remember when I, in sales, you get a lot, lot of money passes your desk. And you could be tempted to expense something that you really didn't spend. But let me tell you, it will come back to you when you do something out of your spirit, out of alignment, when you know that you were wrong. Nothing good is going to happen from that. It may, you may get ahead one day. The next day, you're going to fall back four or five steps. So be true to who you are. Be authentic. When you see somebody talking about somebody, hey, man, do we have to go there? Do we have to go there? If they really do contribute, maybe we can help them. Turn things around. Be the person when people come in contact with you, they don't curse around you, and you've never even said you're spiritual. It's just how you carry yourself. You understand what I'm saying carry yourself in a positive way in a way that want, attracts versus uh, puts people away so be authentic be who you truly are be vulnerable don't be afraid to share I mean I was eighty thousand dollars in debt eighty thousand and I in four years I was out of debt but it took sweat it took Extra jobs. It took everything that I had to get out of debt. But I did it so that I could pay for this trip. No sponsors. I'm paying for it myself. So think about that. Okay. Clean up. So we we did clean up your act, right? We talked team players. Right? Did we talk team players? Oh, 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 okay. So one other thing on team player. When you are a team player, you can ask for a recommendation. When somebody starts to see you around and and see you always staying late, how can I, and always saying, oh, Elena, how can I help you? I see you working so hard. Is there something I could do for you today? Or whatever, whoever your boss is, ask if there's something you, how many, how many of you have ever done that? There you go. And how, what, what are some results that happen as a result of that?
8: I always get, recommend, oh, sorry. I always get recommendations, and mm-hmm. even both from clients and from my managers, if they find somebody just on the street who wanted a product, they'll call me even if See? it's in the middle of the uh, night.
3: testimony right there. Did we just say? When you act who you want to be, People will start to see that, and they will call on you over and over. Julia, if you would scan over here, do I have still storage? Do I have storage? Do I have storage on my camera? Okay, did you, did you scan this area? You did already? Okay, good. All right, so I'm telling you, team player, you can ask for recommendations. From You can ask for referrals. When you get a good client, how about asking them for a referral? How many of you ever do that? After you make a sale and you have a happy customer, would you mind telling, is there three names that you think I should go after for this same thing? Three of your friends that need this. How many of you ever done that? Has it worked? Still working. Ask every opportunity is an opportunity. Don't just let things pass. Go ahead. You had something? Oh, oh, okay. Okay. All right. And guess what? Train other people to be... Go ahead.
10: Yeah. Uh, I have a question on team player, because it's really nice to be on a team, um, having to assist other people on the team. How do I deal with... um, actually helping people and forgetting about myself.
3: How to help people what?
10: How to be a team player and yet I'm protecting myself because you can be on a team where people don't want to work and you'll be more like the doormat or the escape goat. So how do I deal with those instances okay. as a Good team? Good
3: question. So the question is, how do I work on a team when nobody else wants to do any work and I'm doing all the work? So in that sense, I would be very vulnerable. I would gather the team together. You know what, I love working on this team. But there's three things we could do a lot better. We could, and pick some things that you could, that would be accomplishments if everybody pitched in. And then give them examples of what good looks like. But be upfront. This is not working for me. I feel like I'm doing all the work. And I really like working with you guys. But I feel like I'm the only one doing it. And here are some things that would happen if we were to work together. We could leave early. We could come in later. We could, we could um, be noticed. So I suggest you always want to be authentic and vulnerable, even in, when it's challenging. The difficult conversations, you got to be able to handle those difficult conversations when you're working with somebody that you cannot stand. You, and ha, have you ever had that, where you work with people? So I mean, you just have to, Julia, Julia, I, I've, I've tried to figure out how best to say this, and I, I, it's, it's hard for me. But I see all the, you, it's, it's called the, the Oreo principle. Say something good. You know what an Oreo cookie looks like, right? Chocolate, vanilla, chocolate. Say something good, say something not so good, and then say something good. So Julia, you know, I, I, I really like working with you. You come prepared or you, you're, you offer suggestions um, I think we get along pretty good sometimes, but I just you 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 make it you're making us look bad, Julia, because you the last week you didn't do your part, and as a result, I others had to clean up. Now, Julia, you got so much skill. I wish I had your talent. I wish I had your uh, uh, finances. I wish I so. T- if we just work together, we can make some headway. So you got, it's, it's a difficult, you got to think about how you do it. But it's say something good, say something not so good, and then say something good. The Oreo principle, it does work. But when I told her the middle part, when I told her, look what you did last week, you set us back. You didn't, you, we're, we're, we're back 10 steps behind now because you didn't do your part. That's not good. It's how you say it, though. And then you don't, when you, when you want to say something bad about something, you don't say, um, you p- don't point at them to make them defensive because if you say, what's your name? Romeo, it's your, it's your fault. That's going to put you... Right, I, you don't you don't point at them like Romeo. It's your fault we're behind. It's you know if if we all could have been on time, knowing that she was the only you were the only one that was late. If we all could have been on time, we would have been finished up early. If we all so you don't necessarily put somebody on the spot, but you know they they know that you're talking about them. You know what I'm saying but you gotta be vulnerable, you have to be authentic, and you have to tell people when they're not doing the, what they need to be doing. You, you follow me? Don't be afraid to do that. It's how you do it. Just like if you're in a marriage, if your husband says, I am so sick of coming home and not having dinner ready. And if you said that to me, I'm, well, then you should be cooking it if you wanted to have some dinner ready, or something smart. But if they came home, oh, I was looking forward to a hot meal from my sweetheart today. Ah, oh, is there something I need to do to help you get that going, baby? Then I'm going to hurry up and get that dinner going. You see what I'm saying? It's, you tell people what you want without necessarily hurting their feelings. You follow me? But you get your point across. All right. Show up. Show up is the eighth thing. Seventh thing that we can do. So show up says be extremely valuable employee. Anything that has your name tied sh- to it, show up uh, in a meeting or a deadline. Showing up shows people your character and integrity, your level of professionalism, and the need to succeed. Don't be the person that takes advantage of of kindness. Show up because you want to. Don't show up because you have to. You get have to versus want to. If you go into your job because you have to, that may not be the job for you. You want a job that you want to go to. And if you can't, if financially that is not where you are, you need to figure out how to get there. I loved every single job I've ever had in my 43 years. Every single job. And, I, and it showed. And people wanted me to stay there. But you control your own destiny. Think about it. Not, it has nothing, no excuses, no finance. No, you control your own destiny. Okay, and then the last one, disrupt your comfort zone. This is probably the most important one. Figure out who you need to be to get involved and get things done. Somebody said you have to be, do, and have. If I want to have a million dollars, I have to do so I got to do this, I do that, and that is not true. If I want to have a million dollars, who do I need to be right now to position myself to have a million dollars. Number one, I don't come in a room sitting around with my hands, my arms crossed. I come in a room and I sit in the front of the seat to be the one to, to, on every word, how can I glean a little bit from this little information? I may not take everything, but one thing I'm gonna take away and do something with it. So who do you need to be? I need to be positive. If you want to be and have a million dollars, I need to think like a millionaire. I need to every about the money and money I have, it may be a uh, hundred puller. What am I going to do with that hundred puller? I treat it like it's a million. I'm not just going to waste it. So you have to think like the person you want to be. You want to be successful, you think success. You surround yourself. Who do you need to be? I don't have I, my friends are my friends, but I want, my, I want to be around friends that are, are are doing something. They have things going on. I don't want to just be around sitting around with, with people who are not doing anything. Who do I need to be to have what I want to have? That makes sense? OK. So that is disrupt your comfort zone. Get around, clean it, figure out, maybe these aren't my the right friends. Maybe these aren't the people that's going to take me to the finish line. There's nothing wrong with having associates, but get a new set of friends. Go to places that you want. Maybe maybe there's some free classes like they're offering here. And there's a network of people that you can be surrounded with that are all trying to improve themselves. How about that? Be around people that's trying to improve themselves. Don't just sit around, do it. If you're not doing anything, you're going to still, tomorrow you're not going to be doing anything. And the next day you're not going to be doing anything. What do you, who do you need to be today to have what you want to have? All right, so those are the eight things that I believe, regardless of what job, relationship, situation, there's a mindset that you need to, Take on. So let's go back. So all right, give me So volunteers. What, what's your big takeaway? Give me some takeaways on this side. What are the, two takeaways from, to, from those eight things that you're going to do different.
8: Yeah, for me, it's the eighth one, to disrupt my comfort zone. For example? For example, I would say that uh, just being able to voice out what I want to say and understand where I am now, where I need to be, and what I need to do to be that. Okay. I think that's the... So, specific. What are you going to do different that you weren't doing before you came? Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm going to dedicate more time even before I sleep, even the nighttime. use more time to read, hello. to study. Hello. Oh, hello. I love yes, that. Yes.
1: To start investing in myself.
5: Okay, yeah, I want to start exercising more.
3: Exercise.
5: Read books to build a positive mindset. Any books in mind?
3: Um,
5: financially
1: related, financial related financial book. Rules. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
3: Excellent. Excellent. I'm j- okay. I'm sorry.
7: Yeah, I'm gonna start building my brand. Uh, you build your brand? <coughs> when I'm when I'm given a job, I'm gonna make sure that I I do the best. Uh Are you going to wait till you have a job to do that? Mm, no, I, I'm also going to uh, brand my company and uh, go around uh, distributing flyers. Okay, and put some flyers out. And then also sending out my company profile to different entities. Creating awareness?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. People this side?
3: Just one takeaway that you're going to do different when you leave
8: here that you didn't have planned today. Okay, I would say figuring a way to improve myself. Figure out a way to improve yourself. What what, what areas of improvement do you need to have? Mm, Basically the mindset, having a positive mindset, and a winning mentality. Winning mentality. Yes, Yes, and maybe changing my environment there and there. And I'm associating with people who have the same mentality as I have, positive
3: mentality. Very good, very good. Give give this group over here a hand. All right, right, beautiful.
5: What would you do? Uh, I'm starting off by canceling my friends because they're dragging me down. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, it's more on believing in myself and doing what I want to do, not what I have to do, because I'm looking at my financial situation at the time. I so, love it. I think just going after my passion, like you went, just cancelled everything and just said, "I'm doing this for me," yes. would be the first
3: step for me from this. Julia, if you get over here, please. I, I would like to have him in front. All right, very good. Uh, someone who hasn't said anything, gentlemen, what are you going to do? Today?
10: Uh, for
4: one, I have a couple of uh, undesirable traits that I need working on. Uh, I think they are probably the main reason why that's hindering. There's a bit of a hindrance in my company, okay. so I'm going to work on those. And give
3: me some specifics.
4: Uh, for one, as any person who comes into money unexpectedly, a bit of mismanagement with money as well as uh, a bit of trusting in terms of team members. uh, uh, Delegating work into other people knowing that they can actually get the the job done.
3: Okay, I love it, I love it, thank you. One more from this group who has not said anything, let's see. How about you, Jen?
10: Okay, point number one. Uh, I think I'll start to invest in myself read books that are in line with what I want to do, and more, read more on motivational <laughs> books so that I can motivate myself. Since uh, I think this program is my first program that will take me from point number eight.
3: Are you in the entrepreneur program? Yes, ma'am. OK, good. Yeah. Well, you're already investing yourself. Give this group a hand.
4: Uh, I talk.
3: Oh you did, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, beautiful. You are what uh, thing did you want to take away specifically that you have not done that you will do? Okay, I
1: think maybe to invest in myself by looking for a mentor that will help me in
0: line in what with I want to do. Okay. Yes. Excellent.
3: Okay, good. That's good. And you beautiful?
10: Um, I think I will work on protecting my brand. And okay. Well, I know. I'll start off with that and have a bit more disciplined Do you have a building it. You're building. Yes, okay. so I'm in the process. Have a bit more disciplined, structured. Okay. Um,
3: Excellent. W- Very good. All right, one more. Okay. Yes, yeah,
1: beautiful. I think my takeaway would be to show up intentionally. Um, being an entrepreneur tends to be a bit isolating. You're working on building your brand, making your business work, making profits, but uh, while you're doing that, you forget to give some of your time for uh, non-profit organizations, helping others. So if I show up and participate, uh, especially with NGOs that are aligned with what I do with my passion, I think that could also be a networking opportunity, and people can see that, hey, that girl's a team player. So if I show up and i'm present and i'm giving some of my time away i think that could be fulfilling as well
3: yeah intentional is so important every day we need to be intentional every day you you get up what is your plan for the day what are you going to do different that you didn't do yesterday what didn't work yesterday that you're going to change be intentional Okay, we elevate a pitch. Are we comfortable that we covered that or do we need to do that more? Show of hands, are we comfortable? Okay. How to clear, how to create value. Are we comfortable that we learn how to create value or do we need to do more? Yes or no? We good? Okay. Leverage what I have in my hand. So here. I was in um, Ghana, and um, it was a bunch of young students who had no jobs, and there weren't any job prospects. And I spoke to the graduating class, and I said, what's in your hand? How many of you know how to braid hair? How many of you know how to pierce earrings? How many of you know how to cut hair? How many of you know how to clean a house? What's in your hand? What can you do? If you don't have any job, what can you do with what you have in your hand? Create your own job with what you, if you know how to braid hair as a female, volunteer to braid somebody's hair and do a good job and ask them to tell three people that they. I'll do your hair free, if you bring three customers to me, I'm really good at it. I'll piss your ear, and I've, I've, I've gone to school or I've watch, I watch YouTube. I, I did it for my sister. I'll do it for you. Bring me two people, and I'll do yours for free. Volunteer your grandmother, your uncle. I'll clean your house. If you give me five pula, ten pula, and then tell your friends I'm good at cleaning, get me some references what's in your hand? Take advantage of the skills you already have. Are you good at writing? Help somebody with a resume. Are you good at uh, speaking English? Help somebody who doesn't know how to speak English. Teach them how to do it. Figure out what you already have, the skills you have, and, and, and expound on that. You don't always have to go and get a job. You can create one with what's in your hand. That makes sense? OK. Closed sales. So I am the ultimate closer. And so when somebody tells me, oh, I love what you're doing, Vanita, but my budget, that's out of my budget. And so my first thing is I ask questions after question. Well, first, what is your budget? and and how do you how are you going to do what you describe whatever product or services you're offering how are you going to do that with your the budget you're describing so you ultimately you ask enough questions that they see that what you're the value you're bringing is worth it well in with our product you don't have to do those three things it comes with it with our product our services are for 90 days, um, uh, money back guarantee. So if it's no harm in, in starting. And if it's not successful, we, we do guarantee your money back if I didn't meet those three or four things. You cannot let somebody just say, oh, I don't have any budget. Or, oh, that's good, but maybe next week or next year. Don't allow that. You continue to ask questions. And then, if you've asked questions during the sales cycle and are clear on the things they said they need, then remind them. And then, and for, but be clear when you ask them, what, what, are, what are you missing by not having this thing? So they already told you, uh, by not having this service or not having this product, I'm late. I, I miss deadlines. I do. If you've done your job in questioning, you have all the ammunition you need to close that sale. Well, didn't you, I, I recall you saying that without this, you weren't able to, you, you're losing, t- monetize it. You're losing $10,000 a day. I, I, I don't want you to continue down that path. Let's figure out how we can get there together. Try it for 90 days. So you, you see what I'm saying? But you have to do that up front. Get the reasons why they want the product. Why If they didn't have your product, what would they lose? And how much money are they losing because they don't have that product or service? So when you're at the close, you can go back and say all those things and remind them What position? They can't afford not to buy it. You see what I'm saying? So that is closing. Does that help? Okay. Huh? Yeah.
0: How about like in terms of closing, sometimes like for me, I'm in the creative
5: industry. So let's say you're selling uh, maybe like an experience, like a theater
0: um, performance. Sometimes it's like a bit challenging to um, show people the direct benefit of such
5: a, a service, or, a, or
0: such an experience.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, so in that ex- way, you, you want to have had um, people who have gone through your uh, performance and what changed, have them do a before-after testimonial, and have that on video, before, the students that came here didn't speak up, they, you know, they didn't know they could dance, they, they weren't creative. After seeing your performance, just six days later, those same students now want to be an actress or want to do the, whatever, what changed for the audience by coming to your performance? And, and you, you ha- should capture that. Even if you pull people aside at the end, can I interview you or have somebody interview before? What was your state of mind coming? And what did you experience as a result of this? And, and if, if somebody's looking at this, what is the biggest takeaway that they should know? So use your people who have benefited as your value to help you. You understand? Do you do that now? Have you done that? OK. Is that something you could do? OK. That makes sense. Uh, how to be authentic without compromising? We kind of talk.
6: Yes. Uh, my question was, um, how do you place value on your product without feeling that? Um, how do you place value on your product with confidence, uh, even if someone is like, "No, that's just too way too pricey for me," and then you're, and then you feel intimidated or okay, um, what if maybe I can. Uh, probably put it at this price so that i can how can you stand your ground to say this is my price this is my product
3: okay so i was just having an experience of course i'm touring africa and i i meet i have relationships with tour operators in every country so it's okay, I'm, christmas my whole family's coming to cape Town to celebrate my last country so I, I, I um, work, I've got, have three tour operators I'm vetting. And so each of them gave me a proposal. One was $2,000, and the highest one was $4,000. The one that was $4,000 was way out of my budget. But when I asked that person that $4,000, tell me, what, how, why are you two, 50% more than the other people I've talked to? When they told me the things that they do, right, that far exceed what the 2,000 people does, the experience I had, where they would take me, the privacy aspect, the, I mean, I had to decide, do I need all that or do I want all that or can I just go with the 2,000? But what the high-end offered was nowhere near uh, what the lower So you have to really understand what that value, what are you bringing? What are you, what's different about what you have that is, they can get cheaper? You understand what I'm saying? So like, um, just like jeans, the designer jeans, they want 10 times more than regular jeans. They have the designer label, but is that worth it? But you will see around people having designer jeans and designer shoes. So, there's something about that value. So, if it's, if you're, what is your product? Huh? What? Turkey, turkey, farming. turkey farming, okay. So, um, give me some examples of what turkey farming.
6: Um, okay, basically what I was looking at, um, we have, we don't have suppliers. We don't have turkey suppliers in Botswana. We don't have turkeys in stores. We don't have turkeys. Um, people don't see that's so a, much That's the value. value right there. Yes. So the You're um, unique. No
3: one has it. Yes. You're the only one. You should be paying. They should be paying you more. And turkey is healthier for you than beef. Yes. Turkey is um, um um digestible in so many days de- get the history of turkey digesting it takes 14 days for beef to digest i don't know how many days it takes for turkey but you need to know that everything about a turkey get something go to google compare turkeys to beef and know all of those things you that should be a no-brainer and hold so your ground Thank absolutely you Thank that makes sense yes ma'am okay and we talked about how to grow your business That's all I have. Okay.
5: Something which is called as imposter syndrome. Uh And normally when we present like our businesses or offerings to people, this syndrome tends to bring us down and cause us to do some self-sabotages here and there. So how do we overcome this uh, imposter syndrome in order for us to present our offerings the way we want to present them or valuable as we want to present them?
3: I, I don't know if I understand. Imposter syndrome versus US or what? Okay, imposter syndrome versus
5: uh, uh, value presentation of your of your business offering or services. For example, um, the industry that I am in right now, and what is that? I'm into ICT, ICT solutions, uh, especially in security platform okay. and data capturing platform. Okay. Um, I'm a young girl mm-hmm. at Woman. my own, <laughs> yes at my own age, and the industry is male. It's male dominated. Yes. So when I verse, when I'm like head on with my competitors. Uh, some clients, they ask me, they always say, oh, you're a girl, young girl, as young as you, representing the ICT industry. That sometimes uh, belittles me and makes me feel as if I'm an imposter. So okay. how so do I overcome off, that? First you
3: off, you have to know more than everybody else. You need to know everything about that security industry than any of your colleagues you need to know why you're in it, the value that that security brings to the table, and speak up when people ask. You know, I had that experience. Don't be forceful; just be calm. Be calm, clear, and collective when you talk. You know, I had that experience, but my 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 experience was quite different because my product allowed my customer to do. The, and the, the, this, our security solution is different in that it, boom, boom, you know, give examples of people who had success with your product. Jim, um, uh, the, the Berman company used our product, and do you know in nine months they were able to generate 50% more revenue by just limiting the um, break-ins or, you know, have the data. Data sells you, you, if you know, have data, if you could speak on the data, storytelling tell, be ready to tell a story on a success, be ready to tell a story on your success, and people will lit and, and don't put be pushy. You know, that's interesting, Jim, that you bring that up. Because here's my experience was and you add your value, so don't demean anybody else, but you speak up and be authentic and clear and knowledgeable and impressive, you will be amazed they will want you versus all them other men. Okay, that's all I have. Okay, one more. This is the last one, because I have to go. And I want a picture.
1: Uh, Okay, going back to the third point about you protecting your brand, Mm -hmm. you mentioned something about your circle being the people that vouch for you, all right. So my question here is that how do you handle the pressure that comes with the people that you thought would vouch for you? How do you handle the pressure that comes about them not being the ones that are helping you and them belittling your brand?
3: So people turning on you. Yeah. And that you thought they are your friends. Yes. That's just, that's information to me. It's like if, 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 if you have a friend and then they turn out to be an enemy because they are jealous or whatever reason, that's information. So that's, what did you learn from that? You have to learn from that so that doesn't happen. But then you, maybe you would ask questions up front. Would you be willing to, be a reference for me, so you know ahead of time. No, I ain't gonna be a reference. You know what I'm saying? So it's information, but you but it's good information. Feedback is a gift. So they've given you some feedback. I'm not, but don't go into a situation expecting someone to vouch for you if you haven't asked them. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, listen. I can't thank you for your questions your attentiveness. I hope you walk away with just one thing. I'll be happy. But I'm telling you, you can change your life. I told you I was at the bottom, and I'm at the top, and I'm going further. more. It's always more. Life always has more. But you got to believe it. You have to believe there's more. And God wants more for all of us. So let's get in front of this Mabella sign. And take this picture. How about that? Come on.
0: Yes. Round of applause. Let's go. Come on. Can you do the
3: picture for me? I'm Pardon? Can you do
0: the picture? Um, Julia will do it. Me. Okay guys, when we are done with the picks, please take a seat, don't leave immediately, please. Let's, take, let's quickly take a group pick.